Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to this week's episode. This week we are diving into, not literally but almost literally diving into the junk drawer. So I'm surprised we haven't done an episode on this already because this is something that everybody has and I even got rid of mine but it came back again (laughs) so I have one. I don't know if you have one in the new place Tara but we're going to talk junk drawers today. Yeah look I think we've brought it up a couple of times in other episodes Mm. because I remember distinctly mentioning how tidy your junk drawer was when I've you know gone fishing around in your house um and- well we were on that we were on that the Adelaide show podcast and Steve the host had us we were at our house and we were recording at our place my place and you were here and he was and he just jumped out and said let's do like let's look at your junk drawer yeah and I wasn't expecting it at all and so yeah you've had a poke around in my junk drawer and made fun of me with Steve so that was fun <laughs> I wonder if I can find the footage somewhere. If I can, I'll put it in the um, uh, or it was a was it a photo? No, I think it was a video. I'll put it in our. It was a video. Community. Yeah, it was a page. video. Yeah, maybe we can share it from the Adelaide Show webs um, at the Adelaide Show Facebook mm. page. I reckon you'll be able to find it on there because he he shared it there. So um, it'll be it'll be it'll be available somewhere. Yeah. So me squirming yeah. <laughs> over my junk drawer. Which was insanely tidy. Um, very. I was going to say out of character. I didn't mean it like that. But as in, <laughs> as in, when you talk about Thank being you. disorganized, I would imagine if there was any part of your home that would be slightly chaotic, it would be the junk drawer. But it's so not. It's, yeah, it's, the junk drawer is pretty organized. But I am, and I love how you said out of character, because that's the thing. I am really messy, but all my messiness is like as life happens. So like shoes on the floor at the end of my bed instead of away where they go. But in the home where they're meant to go, they've got like a, it's all really organized and mm-hmm. tidy. So it's just that I leave stuff everywhere. So that's very typical of me. But, yeah, my storage spaces, they're quite organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I went looking for some statistics because it feels like it's been a long time between stats. So mm. uh, the ones I found were American-based. The first one was that 88% of Americans have at least one junk space. So it wasn't necessarily just a drawer. Um, could be other spaces, but those of those junk spaces, over a third of them or just over a third of them, are found in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. 35% of the people surveyed said they designate a drawer as the junk drawer when they move into the house. And another 33% said they don't specifically choose a drawer, but it materializes quickly <laughs> anyway, whether they whether they plan on it being one or not. And then 24% of people said they have a junk bowl rather than mm. a junk drawer where they keep keys and other bits of clutter and mess so they're the stats I found on junk drawers Mm. it's funny actually I didn't even really think about the designating a drawer as a junk drawer because when I unpack for people in their kitchens we absolutely do not have a junk drawer in there but I would not be surprised if the drawer that I designate for 
useful things <laughs> becomes the junk drawer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but it's just, I mean, like, I don't know if you do. I mean, I haven't moved in 20 years. So do you create a junk drawer? Absolutely. Or do you even have a junk drawer? Yeah. You create one. Yeah. yeah. So in our regular house in Australia or wherever we moved, it's in um, like a little sideboard. So it's always the drawers in a sideboard. So whatever room that sideboard ends up fitting in, that's where my junk drawers will be. Um, Yeah. Here it's... I bought some batteries before our other stuff arrived. I bought some batteries for something. It might have been a clock. I might have bought a clock when we first arrived because there was no clocks upstairs or downstairs. And I bought a battery for one, for them. And then so I bought a four pack or whatever. And there was one left or three left over. Um, and so I just picked a random kitchen drawer and put the batteries in there. And that was the beginning. And I thought when I put them in there, I bet this will be the junk drawer. And it is. <laughs> It is. It's pretty tidy, but it is. And then it was like, well, that will be the space where all those other random things that I know that live in the junk drawer will be. Mm. Yeah. So that leads us, I guess, to the stuff that people typically keep in their junk drawers. Um, I know that you did a little bit of a list and I've looked out and I've gone, yeah, pretty much everything on that list exists in my junk drawer well firstly I started writing the list off of what I keep in my junk drawer and I thought I wonder if I'm typical so then I googled it in case maybe (laughs) I get really random stuff and no most of the stuff I do was in this list or on the list that I found online but there were some extra things Mm. too which which I don't so Mm. should we run through a few of them yeah I've added a couple as well and one's got a bit of a story behind it so uh well not now I've made a big deal of something that's actually not going to be a big deal, but anyway. <laughs> so um, stationery is something that quite often makes its way into mine, mm. like uh, notepads or post-it notepads and pens and random pencils and paper clips, glue sticks, yep. that kind of stuff quite often finds it. Even though it has another home in our house, quite often mm. it will find its way into the junk drawer. Well, I think the reason for that is it's the junk drawer is usually in a really central place in the house. Mm. And I know that I've got pens stashed in various different places, but the our junk drawer is almost literally in the center of the house. And so if I need a pen, I'm usually not like I'm usually two steps away from that drawer anyway. So it's easier than going like finding one in my my buffet cabinet or in my little office basket or in mix office or you know in my backpack or in the car or whatever um so i've got lots of places where pens are but there's that one spot which is you know it's the close place close closest place to everywhere so i think that's why they do have homes elsewhere but they they invariably end up in the junk drawer too Mm. so i'll run you quickly through a few other things that uh, I find in mine, which includes receipts, tools, and like little gadgets like Allen keys, screwdrivers, like the mini screwdriver set they use for sunglasses and stuff, spare keys, small things like toothpicks. I don't have toothpicks in mine, but um, yeah, no, I don't. Hair accessories, <laughs> yes, like That's random hairbands that I find or, or bobby pins. And then normal pins or thumbtacks. Um, mm, bat- safety pins. Yeah, batteries, like I mentioned. Rubber bands or lacquer bands usually end up in there. Uh, I was 
Now, lacquer bands, I have not used that phrase or that word for, like, since I was little, I think. I, I find it interesting that you say lacquer bands. Do people still say lacquer bands? I don't know. I just didn't know what they were called in America. I thought rubber bands <laughs> sounded so Australian, but I was like, they're probably called them lacquer bands or something more well, civilised. Okay, so you're saying lacquer bands and rubber bands are the same thing. Yeah, See, oh, okay. Are when I was Well, n- when I was a kid, my mum called hair bands lacquer bands. Oh. So maybe mum was wrong <laughs> and... No. I like a band is a rubber band. Maybe. Oh, this is very interesting. Anyway. All right. Um, that will be a discussion way. for our uh, Facebook group. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what else? Tape, uh, scissors, string, lots of string. I think string is one of those things that is always collected and rarely used. Um, craft supplies. Yeah. We tend to accumulate a bit of old tech gear so if there's phones that we don't really keep them anymore because we kind of recycled them all but for a while there if there's a phone that's no longer being used it will make its way to the junk drawer before it um, Mm. makes its way out of the house or tech stuff like ipods and those kind of things we don't really keep charging cords in ours because we've got a charging station elsewhere but i know a lot of people keep the excess charging cords in Mm. the junk drawers our old tech stuff that's unused, that is in the charging station drawer. So that's kind of all mm-hmm. together. I, I only have tech I use in the junk drawer. I only have things I use in the junk drawer generally. I mean, I use them infrequently sometimes. But anything that's just not being used, I tend to weed out of it because otherwise it gets a bit cloggy. Mm. Uh, adapter plugs, like double adapters or international adapters, we have – I have them in the drawer next to my junk drawer, which is my more organised junk drawer. <laughs> <laughs> that has my adapter plugs and stuff in it. Shoelaces. That's j- junk drawer mark two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these are some of the things that I found when I went online. That kind of exhausted my list, but party favours. And I thought, yeah, I can mm. imagine that. You know, kids bring home all that rubbish in party yes. bags. and then Little plastic bits of rubbish. Yeah. Yep. Uh, old pairs of glasses or sunglasses torches mm, or spare ones yeah, yeah torches and matches headphones earbuds that kind of goes with the tech stuff uh lip balm hand cream body products <laughs> i've got a fair amount of that um, like that was and i painkillers as well i have two like two bottles of pain painkillers in there as well yeah well so um one of the things that i found that other people keep in their junk drawers is first aid items like plasters and bandages and that kind of mm. stuff but yeah, and then there was also um, medication, and I thought, as if mm. you keep your medication in there, but that's, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I wouldn't keep. I suppose, I suppose, if it's handy and it reminds you to take it, but mine's not medication. It's, well, it's medication, but it's not like regular medication. Yeah. It's just you know, if you've got a headache, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, it's just there for quick access. but uh, And then, yeah, the hand cream and the lip balm are in there as well. So I've always got hand cream in there. Um, it's I use that a lot. Another thing was lint rollers. Um, mm. Souvenirs. Do you want to talk about this one? <laughs> yeah. This is, so the thing that came to mind, when we talk about junk drawers, there's this song that comedian Jim Owen sings and it's called Third Draw Down, I think. <laughs> yeah, I know the one. <laughs> 
Yeah, and it's great. Um, and he just talks about all sorts of things. And one of them he says, Costa uh, from New Zealand, and it just makes me laugh. And so I was thinking, I think like things like that, like souvenirs and, and little bits and pieces often make their way in there as well. Um, but, yeah, the Costa from New Zealand <laughs> makes me laugh every time. Uh, broken things. Uh, quite oh, often yeah. stuff that you think you're gonna get to fixing fix one that. day yep. but I just don't want to do it right now so I'll just put it in the junk drawer and I'll get to that and then it yeah finds its way to the bottom never to be seen again I've got a broken things container in my laundry and it's waiting for me to fix them <laughs> but they're not in the junk drawer I suppose I figure if I put them in the junk drawer they would never get done but because I've got them where my super glue is, every time I go to get super glue, I'm like, oh, I need to fix those things. <laughs> so it's sort of a bit of a reminder mm-hmm. for me. Uh, missing things is another one. So stuff that you're not sure who it belongs to. Yeah. Uh, or what it is. Mm. Like I have lots of clients sometimes where we'll find a thing and they'll be like, I have no idea what that is. So I have to keep it. <laughs> Which is like, because what if, it, someone comes and says, where's the thing from the thing? And and that, you know, it can happen occasionally. But, uh, yeah, the things that you don't know what they are, unidentified objects. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. Well, I'll find things mm. like rubber stoppers or something, and I think mm. is it off the back of a picture on the wall? Is it off of the bottom of a chair? What? It's a black stopper. It must, but I have no idea where from. So I'll go, <laughs> I'll just pop that in the junk drawer because when yep. I figure it out, then I'll know where to go looking for it and never figure it out. Yep. Yep. And um, things like bits bits of things, so bits of a hole, so like a puzzle piece or a game piece or it might be like a little figurine that came out of a, a Duplo set or something like that that you sort of don't know where the rest of it is or it's a, a marble, like one little marble and you're like, oh, well, I don't know where the rest of the marbles are and when I do know I'll put that with them so I'll just keep it in the junk drawer for now. So that happens uh, a lot as well, little pieces of things one of the things I created for one of my clients when we were going through a section of her house that was mostly toys because she was really fastidious about only donating toys in 100% full condition so if they were missing a piece she's like I'm not donating it with that piece and so of course because she hadn't decluttered and organized in a while pieces were everywhere so we created a box of pieces so every time we found a piece and we didn't know where the main set was, we stuck it in there. So that's probably, again, separate from the junk drawer, but something that just came to mind that some people might find useful is that they have a box just for pieces of things that the hole is, that where well, you don't know where the hole is. So when you find the hole, you can go and grab your piece out. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. So I wanted us to have a little bit of a think about junk drawers and why we have them and also whether whether we really need them or not. So we're going to go through a Mm. few things and hopefully challenge you to question whether you should keep your junk drawer or not. Um, So coming up with some ideas about why we have them. And one of them that I think definitely speaks to me is the fact that they are a home for all the random stuff that you either haven't decided yet whether you want to keep it or not or where it goes or not, or you're too lazy to decide where it needs to live. You know, like it's just the perfect mm. um, stopping point. 
between now and the decision. Like it's the holding pattern. Yeah. You know, when the plane yeah. is almost ready to land, but it just has to wait in line. So it just kind of yeah. goes Circles. in the yeah the holding pattern that's what a junk drawer is for a lot of people and i know there are definitely Mm. a few things in mind that that's it it's my holding drawer Mm. i don't really relate to that i don't think my i think i have things in there that are in that category but that said i wouldn't be surprised if i did find one if i had a quick look but i think what what i i mean i am a huge fan of junk drawers so i will sort of unabashedly say that I'm on the side of pro junk drawer um, here. I don't know whether your anti-junk drawer will find out soon enough, but I I sort of think they're awesome because they contain, they're a, space, they're a time saver. So they're very efficient. It's very quick and easy to, you know, grab some hand cream out of that instead of going all the way to your bedroom or finding your handbag. Uh, it's great to grab, you know, a screw out you know, where you've got a bit of bench space to actually put this, you know, tighten the screw in your sunglasses uh, and things like that. So I think that, yeah, they are efficient because they contain the things that we use frequently uh, all together in the one place instead of grouped by category. Mm-hmm. I, think, I don't know if that made sense or not. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely does. I think one of the reasons people... Uh, have them as well whether it's intentional or not uh, is because they become a really easy way to sweep things away like your mm-hmm. random rubbish especially when you're doing that amazing two-minute tidy when someone's texted and said they're on their way over you can just <laughs> open your junk drawer and sweep your entire kitchen counter into the drawer <laughs> um but you know it's like that whole and for me and I think this relates to the whole holding pattern thing if I'm upstairs and I'm doing a tidy and I cannot, like our stationery lives on the bottom floor and our kitchen is on the middle floor. If I come across a glue stick or a texter, I go, I can't be bothered walking downstairs. So it'll go into the junk drawer. And then when there's a pile of stuff in there and I go to open the junk drawer looking for a screwdriver to tighten my sunglasses and I'm like, why is there so much stationery in here? Then I'll grab it and I'll move it all downstairs. So it kind of just, mm, it's oh, like wow. that landing zone for the for the Mm. stuff but um a lot of people use it to put the random junk away uh Mm. when they're doing a quick tidy and that's okay if you get it out but a lot of people it goes in there and then it never comes back out forever (laughs) yeah yeah um and that's the thing i think it is a good way i remember my junk drawer used to be a bowl and that was really easy and when my kids were little I could just pick up a bit of Lego or a hairband or whatever I found on the floor and just stick it in the junk bowl. Then when the junk bowl starts to overflow I would sit down on the floor in front of the TV one night and I would just make piles and then I'd go and put all of the bits and pieces away. So I'd go and put all the hairbands in the bathroom and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it is definitely useful and it's it's a time-efficient thing, you know, rather than, like you said, going up two stories to put one thing away, you can – you know, save a lot of time by using a junk drawer. Um, another way, and we kind of this kind of ties in with the first point. It becomes that convenient home for the items which we still are undecided whether we want to keep or not. So when it's a, oh, I don't know if I'll use this. It might be a just in case item, and you think, will I, won't I? I'll throw it in the junk drawer, and then I'll decide later <laughs> um, whether I yeah. want it or not. So quite often especially if it's small stuff, it can be 
can be easy. And yeah. I think that's why I end up finding receipts in mine because I think, oh, do I need to keep this receipt? I'm pretty sure I'll use the item and it, or it will fit or it'll whatever. So I probably don't mm. need it, but I'll keep it just in case. And then just for a week or yeah, two. Yeah. A couple of weeks yeah, later exactly. I go, yeah, I don't need that anymore. It was fine. I don't need to return it. And then it'll get chucked out. But um, mm. Yeah. And we, I do that. I do exactly the same thing with receipts. Uh, I just, but mine sit underneath our change bowl on a different mm-hmm. counter. So it's exactly the same thing. I just, we sort of fold them up, stick them under there. And then after a couple of weeks, I go through and throw most of them away. Yeah. So junk drawers, I've always already said it that I'm a fan. So how are they helpful or under what circumstances are they most helpful? Well, I think if they're well maintained. So if you can see, everything that's in there or the majority of stuff Mm. that's in there and you routinely check them or go through them or filter them or whatever and anything that is unwanted gets discarded so it doesn't become like a dump and run ground that you never go back to I think they can be really useful and helpful as long as you are continually editing them so that they don't Mm -hmm. um, become a tip you know the place that the drawer yeah. that things go to die mm. yeah and that and i think which leads us to unhelpful because like you said if things just go in there as a an excuse to defer a decision on something virtually permanently then what is going to happen is, and if you don't do those helpful things of like routinely checking them and getting rid of them and all that, then you end up actually spreading and the junk drawer becomes two junk drawers and then it becomes three and then it becomes four. Um, and so that's where it starts to get you know pretty unhelpful. I think junk drawers can be really unhelpful too if that you use it as a holding pattern but you never get around to taking it to the next level. So either you delay the decision forever or you just forget about making the decisions so that whole editing and checking things if you use them as a temporary home that's fine but then at some point you've got to set aside the time to like you said sit down go through your junk bowl or you know go through take remove the stationery and take it to its home take the spare buttons that have found their way in there to the sewing kit or put your hand cream. If it wouldn't normally live there and that's not its home, put it back in the bathroom or back in your handbag or Mm. wherever it might go. So I think they're unhelpful when that temporary home becomes a permanent home. So I think the best way to avoid that is to try and set up some um, healthy habits around checking Mm. it and tidying it. And, and I think some rules around what is the permanent, what, what the junk drawer does permanently hold and what it temporarily holds. Because you and I have talked, I think we've given examples of both of those different categories, mm-hmm. haven't we? Like I've I've got um, it's a permanent home for my rewards cards that I have on my phone, but if something happens to the phone, I've got the cards. So I've sort of they're just wound up with a rubber band and they sit in there. So that's the permanent home for them. The rest have the rest of the stuff have homes elsewhere and they're just uh, duplicates or extensions of those things but we do have you know there are some things that will live permanently in your junk drawer and other things that have homes elsewhere and you've got a sample living permanently in junk drawer and then you've got other things that are only temporarily living in the junk drawer until they move to their proper home later on and I think being clear about those categories will help you keep control of it yeah so 
can we live without a junk drawer? What do you think, Beck? Hmm. Um, well, we can, but do we have to? <laughs> well, I think we can. I used to have a junk bowl and I decided I was tired of it overflowing. And mind you, that was probably my own fault that it was overflowing. Well, I was the one responsible for clearing it out, which is, you know, really annoying. But so it was my fault it was overflowing because I wasn't getting to it enough. And also an, another professional organiser visited my house once and this wasn't a reason I got rid of it, but it was just a, it's just a, an interesting story or point. But she looked at this junk drawer and she's gone, I'm surprised you've got one of these in your house. And I'm like, well, clearly she didn't know me very well <laughs> at that point. Um, and I was like, well, I'm not allowed to have a junk drawer. Like, do I have to be a robot? It was really interesting because I'm a professional organiser. It was really funny. But um, I did get rid of it because it was it looked messy to me. And so now I've hidden it all away in a drawer where it looks a bit more tidy. But I I don't want to live without one. But I think what we can do is just change them so that they – they earn their place in the house instead of causing stress and anxiety and take up space for no good reason. Yeah, and look, here's the challenge. If you want to eliminate your junk drawer, go for it and then come and tell us about it. But, I mm. mean, you could you could do it. If you discard the trash in there and then find a permanent home for each of those belongings. So hmm. if you don't have a permanent home for the stationery, create a stationery cupboard or box or bin um, and and put it somewhere, put it in your office, put it in your study, wherever you want to keep it, put it in the laundry and make that the home. Uh, put the tools in the shed. Again, like for me, the, the tiny screwdriver for my sunglasses, if I had to go down to the garage hmm. and get that out, and like the little mini hammer that I use when I needed to, yep. you know, give something a bash, not a human, <laughs> um, <laughs> but a nail somewhere. I'm just hanging a picture or something like that. If yeah. I had to go and unearth the toolkit, that just seems too hard. So I just keep the little annoying. mini mm. one in that in the drawer. But actually, I could those things could go to the master home, mm. you know, the mothership. And it would just require more effort on my part to get them. Um, exactly. And and I think that's the point. I think I think that if you have another permanent home for everything in your junk drawer, you'll be able to keep it under control because you will be able to remove anything that is stopping you from being able to close the drawer and see what's in it and stick it all in its permanent homes and still have some for convenience in the junk drawer. But if they've got a home elsewhere in the house, it, you're under complete control of the junk drawer then yeah and look if there are items that you keep in there that and you're you're attempting to eliminate your junk drawer but you think torches right this is i keep the torch in the junk drawer i have no other permanent home for the torch go to that saying that we always talk about putting items with their friends so who would the torch's most logical friend be maybe the candles and maybe you keep them in the buffet cabinet because you've got candle holders that come out for fancy dinner parties or something put the torches near the candles if that Mm. if if that makes sense to you if not put the torches near the light bulbs in the laundry or what you know like work out or with the camping gear yeah Yeah. or with the outdoor stuff so um find a find the next most logical home for them uh and where you would go looking for them and make a decision Mm -hmm. to put them there but one thing I would say is if you eliminate your junk drawer, fill it with something else. 
Don't leave it mm. empty because if it becomes empty, it will just morph back into a junk drawer again. So yeah, don't go buying yeah, exactly. stuff. Maybe just something that's been annoying you that you could spread out more if you're if your utensils. Oh no! See, maybe you should just declutter your utensils rather than <laughs> spread them across two drawers. I don't know. There's something that you've got that you'd like to spread out more. You know, fill mm. the space with something else so that there's no chance of it reverting. Yeah. 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 So I think, yeah, you could rehome other things as well. So like you said, create um, new homes for things and then create new habits around your items again. So, you know, you and I have different ways we deal with the receipts. So there are other ways than the junk drawer. You can find another home to put your temporary receipts. So stick them in a file or put leave them in your purse or whatever for a certain amount of time. I, I put my clothes receipts in my undie drawer in my bedroom, mm-hmm. which is really weird, but that's just where I where I put them and then I clean it out every month or so and, and get rid of them. But it's just for things that I don't want that I'd like to return if they fall apart within a couple of weeks. Uh, so, yeah, there's there'll be somewhere else that you can – other habits that you can create. Yeah, and same with broken items. So you keep yours in the laundry with the super glue. Um, maybe mm. you could – if they're things that you need to return or um, take somewhere to be repaired, maybe you put them straight in your car so that they're already mm. with you and you can drop them somewhere on the way out. If they're just little things that you need to – um, glue back together or whatever maybe you create a new home near the glue wherever that is in your house um, keys just get a key rack or a hook or put them mm. all we put all of our random spare keys just on one key ring and then put it ah uh, yeah um, hung it on the rack so that instead of having all these loose keys for windows and Things like even we had keys to suitcase locks, you know, the little mini locks that you put on your, and yeah. like the key to the padlock for the garage that we never locked, <laughs> you know, all of that. <laughs> but they were all loose. And so I was like, they're all going on one ginormo key ring and then they're all yeah. together and I'll just hang that somewhere. All together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ours are in a little box, which we hide somewhere. You d- That's do you accessible not wanna... if you accidentally lock yourself out of the house. I was going to say, do you not want to tell everyone on the show where you keep your spare keys? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I really want to tell um, thousands of people yeah, where my spare keys are. But, yeah, we, we have a little box. That we, oh, we also have a key safe outside Yeah, with a password on it, passcode on it. But that's sort of more for if it's, – it's really more if a teenager accidentally locks himself in the house, not – looking at anyone Ethan but most likely him <laughs> because he'll go to school without his keys and then he'll come home and he'll be like oh don't have my keys um so yes we have that we have that there to stop that happening um I think something that shows up in lots of junk drawers is random scraps of paper with either numbers or names of people or information or You've been on a call and they've given you your mm. you know confirmation number and you've scribbled it down on something. And then you think oh, I should keep that just in case and you throw it in. So if you find yourself with lots of those little bits of paper, just get your phone out, take photos of them. If you can even remember what those <laughs> numbers are for um, and then chuck the paper. That way you don't have to mm-hmm. create a new file for random numbers. And the in the future, think of another way or another place to store those random scraps of paper. So, you know, maybe create, put an, an – 
put a notebook in your stationery section or somewhere close by where with a pen attached to it that you can quickly write down those notes and they all stay in the same notebook instead of being all scattered everywhere. Yeah. The other thing you can do if you are aiming to get rid of your junk drawer is to think about where you use the items. So if you're keeping a lint roller in your junk drawer, maybe you move it to the laundry with the iron and all the other bits of Mm. stuff. Or maybe if you roll the cat fur off of you before you leave the house, maybe you keep your lint roller near the front door. So before you leave, Mm. when you put your shoes on and you grab your coat, you give yourself a quick roll. I don't know. Or in the car. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Mm. So, yeah, I mean, you just got to reassess the way you use the things and where you use them. And you should be able to come up with an alternative to the junk drawer. Mm. Yeah, it is definitely possible to eliminate the junk drawer if you want to. Which leads us to the next thing. If you don't want to, how can you make it more manageable? Because I think junk drawers are the bit of a bane of a lot of people's existence. And I do know that many of my clients have more than one junk drawer. So if you want to still have a junk drawer, but only have one, which is recommended, and get rid of all of your other ones, how do we how do we manage a junk drawer in a way that doesn't stress us out or create more junk drawers? I think the first thing is to make sure the drawer you choose to be your junk drawer is shallow. So keep things in a single layer. There should be, if it is a deep drawer, either bulk up the bottom so that things are close to the top Mm -hmm. or just don't pile things on top. But if you've got a shallow drawer, make it a shallow drawer. Yeah. Another thing you can do with some deep drawers is you can get little drawer inserts. So you'll get like an organizer drawer insert that has another layer on top that's half the size of the bottom layer and it slides back and forth. Mm-hmm. So you can sometimes do that as well to to just use that space without it piling up. Because, yeah, a deep drawer, a deep junk drawer, you just never find the bottom of it basically. Yeah. And whatever is little will get yeah make its way to the bottom the safety pins and the buttons and the whatever else yeah Um, yeah exactly um so one of the things i've done in my i just mentioned this before with the deep ones but in my shallow drawer is i've got drawer dividers which i've found to be really helpful in keeping things tidy and organized and, and visible so it's like a basically it's a cutlery tray that i've got in in my junk drawer and look there's a million different options out there there's some really cool clear plastic ones there's like silicon ones that so things don't slide around but you don't even need to go and purchase specific drawer dividers for the this purpose like if you have held on to small boxes and the ones that come to mind are like phone boxes or like ipad or laptop or any of those kind of small hard cardboard boxes they can make some pretty perfect dividers in there Definitely. Yep. You can just arrange it however you want. Use up as much of the space as you can, sticking all of the boxes in there. And um, you'll be able to keep everything sort of a little bit grouped according to their function rather than just all jumbled around and hard to find things. Yeah. And look, you can even use any small containers you've got. So if you've got shallow Tupperware Mm. um, or small Tupperware pots that you don't use anymore, even ice cube yep. trays can be really good for small mm. items if you're keeping like thumbtacks and bobby pins and, you know, little things rather than having yeah. um, big boxes. Yeah, yeah, you can 
Yeah, actually, that's something we didn't mention in the junk drawer. Yes, jewellery. Mm. I don't have jewellery in my junk drawer. I was talking to a, a guy the other day and he was saying how his car had gotten broken into recently and he said his wife's jewellery was stolen. And I was like, oh, like there was jewellery in the car? And he said, yeah, she keeps a stash in there for when she's running late to go like going to events. <laughs> and so she has a stash of jewellery in her car and um, – and, yeah, she lost it all when the car was broken into. But, yeah, you junk drawer, you could do that. You could have some a bit of jewellery there that you can grab on the way out the door if you're in a hurry too. The only jewellery I would put in mine is the odd one, like if I lost an earring while I was out. Yes. <laughs> I'd put the other random one in the junk drawer to remind me to yep. look for the first one or something or just in case, I don't know, makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, or replace it or whatever. Yep. Yeah, just in case, just in case it magically appears. Mm-hmm one day um and you'll be oh i've got my i've got the original glad i kept that yeah. <laughs> just like never happens but anyway the only um uh thing i would discourage with containers or dividers is try for them not to be opaque it like especially if there's lids on them oh, don't have and don't yeah don't use lids i would say don't use lids at all no. i would Definitely steer clear of lids. Uh, if you can't see it, you won't use it mm. or remember it's there and then you'll have issues of duplicating, buying extras of stuff or just putting things on top of yep. the one underneath. Yeah, the box. So. And then never being able to get to the box because there's a layer of stuff on top of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, yeah, have it all clear and visible. Um, and like I said before, keep it, like go through it regularly and it doesn't need to be a big thing but – you know, you can take the drawer, you can, a lot of drawers can be removed from their housing, I guess is probably for want of a better word. And you can stick it on the floor and you can sit down and make your piles and put everything in their homes. And if you do that every few months, your junk drawer will actually be a really, really useful, efficient tool in your home um, instead of a pain in the neck. Yeah. And look, it can be done in front of TV or stick some music on or yeah, whatever, that's what you I know, to do. like it's not. It's not taxing in terms of um, making decisions, really, because it becomes unless you don't have homes for the things, then it's taxing. Yeah, then, so then turn the bold and of... the beautiful off and focus, focus, <laughs> focus. Um, no dumping is allowed either. I think if you're going to keep one, you need to be really strict about that. That the stuff in yeah. there is um, a sample of stuff that. It might be elsewhere in your home. It's convenient, yeah. but it is not it's just useful. a dumping ground yeah. for stuff you don't know what to do with. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it can be, but not permanently. Mm. Not a permanent dumping ground, but yeah, it can be. So another another tip to keeping it well managed is to actually maybe rename it. And I sort of renamed mine, but it keeps. Well, actually, no, no one in our family calls it the junk drawer I don't think we usually call it the stationary drawer um, but it's not really stationary but I renamed it because I didn't want just anything being thrown in there so I sort of renamed it the stationary drawer but there's a few different names you can give to your your drawer that isn't junk drawer and doesn't invite just anything being thrown in there so you could call it the utility drawer or the useful drawer or the handy drawer or the little bits and pieces drawer or whatever you call it but I think if you use the word junk 
it's and I know it's like semantics but actually they make a difference psychologically you know it's like I I notice a change in my clients when I tell them to rename their spare room to the guest room or the storage room or the utility room as soon as they do that they start thinking about more intentionally about what's actually going to go in that room and I think doing the same with the junk drawer will have the same effect um it's inspires less dumping and and more intentional placement of things and and you just want to look after it more because you want it to stick to its purpose so I think we are both really in favor of the junk drawer aren't we after all Mm. that as long as it's yep it's being maintained are you willing to share a photo of yours in our Facebook community Beck yeah yeah, I'm quite happy to. I'm I'm just sort of thinking, I don't know what state it's in at the moment, but most of the time it's pretty good. Like it's still all divided up. There's the odd thing in there that I'll, be, I'll look at and go, what's that doing in there? But there's not many of those things. Um, and for the most part, it, it's quite a little bit over full at the moment, but it's got its dividers, so it's not too bad. So, yeah, no, I'll, I'll share mine. So I would love all of you listening to come and share a picture of your junk drawer or drawers yeah. with us in our Facebook community. That could be quite fun. And maybe you could even tell us about the most random thing that you keep in there or have kept in there or maybe you find... Or found in someone else's. <laughs> <laughs> or if you've got souvenirs stuck in there, <laughs> coasters from New Zealand or... Coaster from New Zealand. Um, wherever else. So come and join our Facebook community group and, um, and you might get a peek inside our junk drawers. And... We will be back with you again next week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so that they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.